And we are back. It is episode 60 of the Lyrical Ones. I am thankful and appreciative to be here. As usual, my name is Sinio, and I'm joined by the ever-present and here with me as well through 60 episodes, Al Fluent. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you. Um, I'm excited for episode 60. I'm excited for another Wednesday. Uh, I'm excited for, you know, another conversation in the in the, this time space that, you know, is not coming back around. And so I'm happy to be in the moment and I'm happy to share with uh, the folks that are here, the folks that are listening, the folks that are um, in the conversation. Um, before we get to our guests, Daniel, how are you feeling today? I'm good. Um, you know, I'm uh, I was burning a bunch of incense, so the screen might not look too clear right now. But um, you know, I was I was definitely uh, getting the woosa, getting in, getting in the zone, make sure that you know center, get grounded. Um, you know, doing the best to repair um myself, be restorative to myself. That's kind of the key words this week: repair and restorative. Um, and yeah, just just being in my in my essence if you will so yeah i'm good i'm good i mean you know it's always a good time to be here all right cool 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 so i'm real excited we got a, a brother here uh by the name of judah judas is here and um i see him as a griot with judah is one the inaugural poet laureate not the post laureate but the, the poet laureate of uh, the city of pomona and um, we're excited he's here. He's a, a, a family man, not just by um, dedication, but also is how he shows up and creates community and um, within the community and different places that he steps into. Um, and he's a, a teacher and a forever student. And I appreciate him stopping by in this time space. Judah, how are you today? Man, I am very well, Al. I am well and very well indeed. Blessed. Um, yeah, I'm in alignment. That's what's up. That's major. <laughs> glad, glad to hear that. Um, I always think of the word alignment as um, an agreement and proclamation. Um, is me, you know, acknowledging what's what's right and what's working, as well as you know, communicating to back to to the world, to the creator that um, I have an intention as well. Mm -hmm. And, and that, you know, they, they, they are in alignment. Um, so I appreciate, you know, you, you saying that, um, and I'm glad to hear it. Right. Um, you know, it was a, I always feel like, you know, I'm, I'm never in the wrong place. Um, and so it's nice when I, when I know <laughs> that I, that I intend to be there. Right. Um, <laughs> um, so what brings you to our to our to our episode to our show to our uh, podcast today uh your lovely invite thank and you, and, and it short 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 concise sentence your invite yo judah why don't you come to our show oh yeah cool and then you know kind of forgot for a while hey judah yeah yeah i'll come let's schedule nice. it so you know yeah. it's it's pretty much hands that's that's what don't you yeah used I, I like thank you so much because it was really like a week turnaround after a month off you know yeah <laughs> so that that was that was really you know really smooth and um i i wanted you here 
Um, because I think I think we could all benefit. When I say we, I mean the lyrical ones, everyone that listens, everyone that um, stops by um, our previous guests, our future guests. Um, we could all benefit from your from your energy and wisdom. Um, and I think the, the the compassion that you show up with. Um, and I think it's it's rare to find it um, loud as it is, I think, with you and very intentional. And then as creatives, um, I think it's it's a, it's a great thing to kind of to see like that the person who 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 writes is also the person is the same person as he lives um and i think when you the the pieces that you put together the, the poetry and the words that you speak to people whether it's a poem or not um i think you live out those words um and so that's you know that thing it's refreshing but it's also inspiring and um i think it, it it's like a beacon to to be self-aware and uh, be authentic. Um, so again, like when it comes to, um, I think your journey, when it comes to your journey, how you got here, not just to the show, but you know, the stage that you're at in your, your life, where would you say, where was a, where's a good starting point for the, the themes of compassion and teaching? Uh, where were the starting points for that? Um, wow, starting points for compassion and teaching. Well, I think for teaching, uh, no, no, that's definite. That's definite. My mom always reminds me. We're driving um, on, on Crenshaw, and I must have been a little less than my daughter's age. My daughter's seven. And uh, uh, we're on Crenshaw, right outside the Crenshaw Plaza on MLK, driving south toward, toward back toward Inglewood. And uh, <clears throat> you know the 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 nation of Islam, the Muslims was out there preaching and talking, and uh, you know selling the pies and had had it out there. And um, you know, my mom reminds me. She was like, David, like you rolled down the window, you told me to turn it down, you made me stop, like you listened to him for a long time. And uh, every time, like we pass him, like you would listen to them. And um, I think, like for me. Uh, that was like kind of the first like real compassion because they were, you know, you had the preacher in the building, but you know, then you had guys in the street, you know, hey, let me tell you about yourself, black man. Let me tell you about yourself, king. Let me tell you about where you came from. That kind of stuff, I didn't hear nowhere else. So for me, like that was like the real start of that real like, yo, this is like important. This is, it's important for this dude to be out here in a suit and it's 90 something degrees and he's sweating. And he's yeah. telling me about myself, trying to tell me that I'm better than who 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 I might become, even still, you know, um, you know, that's that's love, man. That's compassion. Yeah. Uh, whether it's, you know, repentance or, you know, whether he's just following an order um, as a little boy, I think I received that. I translated that as love, as compassion and teaching and teaching about, you know, consciousness and self-awareness and knowledge of self, because that's what that is. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's, you know, outside of, you know, I've always been very spiritual. So like I wasn't like I didn't like grow up in church the way people say like my mom had us there like every couple months. Um, yeah. But I always read. So um, just being that I was always a reader um, and I always tried to understand. Um, 
I think that's what made me um, compassionate. Knowledge makes you compassionate. That's it. <laughs> Learning makes you compassionate. Shit, you're able to see and think and see outside your perspective. And the earlier, the better. Right. Sorry, that was a long answer. I had to think about it. No, that's that's why we're here. That's exactly right, that, what we're here for. The long that's answer. Why, that's right. That's why we're recording it. because <laughs> So we don't forget. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Sorry, I cussed. I don't know if you know. No, no, no. We, I think we get. I think we get three. We get. Yeah, okay. We try and keep it to three. You know, we, we, try, we right. try to keep it to three. So you, you. I probably up, did two already. You, you <laughs> in alignment. My, my normal talking. You know, <laughs> it's not. It's not the '90s no more. So you know, people feel different about cussing. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's the '90s. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> not even cuss words to me no more. It's funny. I didn't. I didn't used to cuss at all for like ten years. Cuss or say nigga. Now yeah. it's just anyway. Same here, we, my brother. <laughs> but anyway. I, I think I think it also like as a as a young person, right? Your your ability to 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 listen, right, is also that compassion, right? Yeah, right. It's, it's also that teaching, right? It's like if someone is going to make the effort to say, right, then I'm going to make the effort to hear. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. Um, and I think that that's something that, you know, you know, is often also learned early, if if, if learned early, right, um, allow, allows us to to become, you know, more self-aware, right, find more knowledge um, and creates momentum for the way we we show up in the world and the way we, you know, arrive in community, the way we, you know, arrive, um, arrive in relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like if I have this this inclination to listen, right, then I'm offering space to people. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then I think when you when you see an example of someone right outside of a building. Right. That becomes an image that is comfortable to you. It's like, OK, well. I know that there's something happening outside of these buildings, even though I'm going to church every once in a while. But, you know, my life is happening outside of that building. Right. And, mm-hmm. and my interactions, right, where compassion is showing up, right, where knowledge is happening, right, is mm-hmm. also outside of those buildings as well. And then as where, I, where, I, where, I'm, where I'm seeing, uh, where I'm seeing the lessons applied is outside right. of those buildings. You know, right through up. also also through people who don't prescribe to the same religion or belief, but I can still see it. You know what I mean? And that that takes a wisdom, too. And that comes through knowledge. You learn and you're like you're able to see it in different ways. You know what yeah. I mean? And and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Senior, you got a question? Oh, man, do I? Um, You know, it, you highlight a lot around, you know, even within the sense of of repairing and being restorative. Right. Um, You know, I just had a conversation with a colleague around what that is and thinking about it. It's around when we try to repair and be restorative, we're not necessarily trying to create solutions as much as we're trying to gain a higher level or a different level of understanding. Right. A Mm -hmm. different level of how harm is caused. So we don't repeat the same harm again. Right. And we understand how that harm has impacted all of us and where, why that harm took place in the first place. You know, a lot of times it's, it's out of that 
need for survival. And I feel like even more now, we're so far removed from the instinct of community or the instinct of relationships where it's, it's so, it's almost like uh, it's become separated, right? It's like, I want to belong to something so bad that I'm willing to create a dividing line to the person across from me, right? Because in order for me to see the person across from me, I got to hear them. And if they're not saying or speaking in the same tone, the same, you know, echo chamber, if you will, the same choir, depending on where you at, if it ain't the same message, well, the knowledge, the awareness, that sense of introspective self-reflection to say, I know where I stand, but to give enough time and space to see where you're coming from and to see how what you say or what you feel applies or doesn't apply and give you the time and space to just express yourself to me, to receive it, to then process it and then have a discourse. I think like, yeah, when you bring up compassion and teaching and that and that that centerpiece of knowledge, that centerpiece of, of just having, you know, the education, the information the awareness that that insight that ability to see things in a critical viewpoint without it being this this uh analytical paralysis right the paralysis of analysis if you will because it's it really sounds like you've kind of rooted yourself in being a person who can perceive not just what the words are but what they mean and how is it in a broader context amongst everyone around you and and that, go ahead yeah go ahead yeah, no, I was Bro, just, you, are, I was you just... are you are you are uh, a very uh, profound person, bro. I'm about to break it in in a second. Go ahead. No, nah, I appreciate it. I mean, it's 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 hitting me with what you're saying because I'm thinking about um the harm and conflict, right? Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of conflict. There's conflict on multiple levels. You know, to take it on the most out of the box, um, you people wouldn't even see it, but it's right there for me, and that is. This, this conversation that's happening around the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, right? And there's this, there was this, this thing that was said at work where there was like a, a, this rule that was a part of a long script of other rules. And they're like, well, if you vaccinated and you asymptomatic, you carry on as business as usual. And I was like, but regardless of how minimal, how small, I'm still able to transmit and infect other people who aren't vaccinated yet the Mm -hmm. expectation and the rule says no go about your business and i'm like this is so uncompassionate this is so just gross in our in our way of saying that's and 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 you're saying a bunch of stuff and i i don't want to cut you but that's that's like the double a sort of knowledge though too like it doesn't just bring compassion it can make you arrogant and so um you were saying a bunch of stuff maybe about two minutes ago, man, and I was about to break down in tears because literally me and my older brother had a big-ass argument yesterday. We don't argue like that. We're yelling back and forth, and basically he was trying to tell him I wasn't being compassionate. I was not listening to him. He was saying, you know, these were things that got us to this point, even though it had nothing to do with what we are talking about, and I wasn't really hearing him out. So I'm going to give him another call when we're done with this. I appreciate you. That's all. No, I mean – I, I'm glad you could say that, and and because I think it's it's one of those things we don't realize how something's going to impact or land on us, and our ability to just to just receive it right, and to because for me, you know, what we do here is we we try our best to highlight the person, right, to uplift and praise those that are around us, because 
you know, you a part of Alfluence community. Alfluence want to sit and put you on the seat, not to put put you under the heater, but to give you that warmth and that love because that's love what we do. You know what I'm saying? I love heaters too. Throw some, throw some hot ones at me. That's all right. <laughs> all right. <let's> show. <laughs> but it's, that's a lot it's, it's how we grow, right? It's that, it's yeah. that, that ability to see and hear others and where their perspectives kind of branch branch those paths of information or that awareness to then give us that insight because yeah you say it and i'm just giving you my reflection of what mm -hmm. i'm seeing for mm -hmm. then you to see another angle to realize there's a loved one in my life where mm -hmm. i want to repair that right mm -hmm. because it, it is that that education it's that conversation that gives us the healing like it's so vital and crucial for the connections that we have that we value to really figure out how do we communicate because then in that sense it's like okay we communicate it but we need a little bit of time to step away to process to let things settle oh yeah so that's then, and that, that's that's real too and a lot of times too like um just as so much as a prophet is without honor in his own home it's so much as you know the ones closer to you the ones closest to you as well don't get as much compassion or grace or mercy as you know someone you might just see on the random who you might just heard in the spirit yo you know, go help that person out or this and that. You might hear the same thing about your cousin or your brother or your spouse, whatever. You might. Ugh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Often, right. Right. That that. No, that I'm not doing it. <laughs> exactly. The abrasion of spirit. Right. Yeah. So, you right. know, it's about it's about it's about proximity and closeness sometimes as well. Um, right, right. And, you know, uh, learning self through that. So, yeah, good stuff so far. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Like, you know, you. Um, you brought up that that repair being, you know, really about understanding. And I always, you know, in my in my profession, in my career um, of applying stress to the body and mind, I always remind folks that we're not getting stronger in the work, right? We're getting stronger in the understanding, given the repair, the healing, the rest, right? The recovery, right? The the re-nutrition, right? of our body, right? So if I'm if this argument is gonna take some energy, right, to understand the argument, I'm gonna have to put some energy back into it afterwards. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna yeah. have to feed I'm gonna have to feed myself afterwards. I'm gonna right? have to think about it and break it down and yeah. all that. I'm gonna but go to the kitchen because the brother still is cooking. No worries. If I if I if I eat right it's it's to, to do more work, right? It's to, it's to do more activity, more exertion, right? Whether it's my exertion yeah. in my heart or my spirit, right? As well as my body. But at the same time, if I work, it requires maintenance, it requires recovery, right? So like, I'm not getting stronger because of the amount I lift, right? I'm, I get stronger and my, allow my body to process what I've been, and the, the heaviness of it, mm -hmm. right? I, I gotta come back. The stress don't make me better, but the stress is not bad either. Right. Right. None of none of that none of that stress is killing me. Right. It's my it's right. my habits after the stress. Right. So if I if I go hard and then I don't put back into myself, if I don't go back and look at that conversation or that, that argument, right, then I'm doing the work for nothing. Absolutely. I'm doing, I'm doing the exertion for nothing. I'm doing all this lifting and not getting stronger and not giving my giving myself a chance to acclimate to the exertion. Right. And and I I think we we get to that space sometimes where we say, well, especially with the folks close to us, we say, well, I'm just going to let that breathe for as long as it needs to breathe. 
um, because they're not going nowhere. And I'm not going nowhere. Um, and a lot of times we may not have the argument the same, but I think we miss a chance sometimes to get stronger. Yeah, for we sure. Miss a, we miss a chance to get acclimated and actually become closer or even strengthen the person close to us by you know what we've gone through because again like if i show up i think i think i was having a similar conversation today um (laughs) where if i'm so focused on being understood or being heard or being being seen that i lose my compassion then then i'm i'm still i'm still doing heavy lifting Mm And you're and still I, not going to be seen the way you want to be seen. Nah, not not at all. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't achieve that all the way. You shine shot way past that goal. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Green all the way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm in a, and I'm in a bunker and and I'm just I'm swinging blindly and mm-hmm. you know until I right until I come out of this the the set stop lifting and let let my body then and my mind and my heart my ears then hear the next person and and what actually what's happening to them right then then i can then i can come back and and i can i can grow from it they can grow from it we can grow from it um Mm -hmm. but asenio like the the idea of making a division just so i have feel like i have somewhere to be um is I think so prevalent right now where people instead of because they don't feel like they belong, they'll step back and say, I belong in this corner or I belong in this side. I'll find the unpopular opinion and stand there because at least in opposition to someone, they'll say they'll acknowledge me as this space being a place for me. And People would rather do the work, or like, or like, they would rather just not do the work to to belong or like to be seen, um, or be understood, and they rather just work on um, just creating those divisions. And I think now culture and media and practice um, make it easier for folks to engage, disengage, um, without that that time after the stress right like what happens like that healing and that reparation there that understanding as you call it instead of repair right the understanding that 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 branched perspective they won't have they won't look for that at all yeah and um you being able to acknowledge right a conversation and an opportunity, right, to like to have some more discourse. Um, how often is that uh, a rhythm that that is in your life? Oof, ah, uh, man. Um, spirit, you know, confront me quite often about things like that, um, or just it's not even so much even spirit no more. It's just you know man, you know, you didn't have to do that or say it like that. You know, they're more sensitive than that. 
You know what I mean? You knew that was a, you know, the way you talk, that shit's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that just, uh, it's more like just that. And um, the compassion comes in with like um, one that I acknowledge to myself that, yeah, I did that and I wouldn't have liked that. Uh, I acknowledge to myself what I, what I am conscious of, of their situation. Uh, and then what I, how I am, um, what I am aware of in our conflict. And then that makes me then, you know, conflict over awareness and then give them a call. Hey man, you know, whatever that was, I apologize for my how head. Did, how did that, how did that, 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 um, momentum of choice. Occurred yet if you're talking about. No, no, just in, in life. About, no, no, okay. no. Yeah. Yeah. But in life, like how, like, like you acting on it, like one acknowledging it is one thing. Right. But. You know, when did that start where you were like acting on it? Like when spirit reveals, like, do you say, like, this is this is something I should do? Oh, um, it doesn't matter the time. I just pick up the phone and do it. Um, oh, it's so not it's been happening. It's been it's been something, something that's prevalent in your life. Oh, yeah. Since I was like, since I had like relationships, 18, 19, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you learn and, and you value uh, people in your life and you value the relationship. And, you know, you also understand that um, things happen that can damage those relationships and trust. If it were if it were done vice versa, would it damage your relationship and trust? Yeah. OK, cool. Well, then how could you how could they make that better for you? OK, well, how about you try that? All right. How about I give them a call? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I am sorry. <laughs> hey, man, this is what I meant when I said that. And it came out like this and I'm sorry. Hey, or. Um, you don't know this, but this is what I've been feeling toward you, and you don't even know that. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to right. do that before to our homie. Yeah, you know, I just felt he had uh, ascended uh, very quickly in the art, and we had started at the same time. And he's like set a level. And um, I had seen him on TV one day, and it was the first thing was like, yeah, and then the second thing was like, man, that could be me. I called him the next day. I was like, hey, man, crying, sniffling, all that. I was like, hey. You don't even know this, bro, but I was jealous of you and I apologize. I shouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? I should be happy for you at all times. You know what I mean? My time is coming and it doesn't matter if it does or doesn't. You did your work and I'm I'm proud of you. But I had to confess that to him, even though he didn't even know we hadn't even talked. But I still, for me, it's like, no, that was wrong. That was wrong. So I call that brother. I had to call him. And so that's what happened. <laughs> Holding yourself <laughs> like, man, that was accountable. Wrong holding yourself accountable for spiritual energy. Like, mm -hmm. that's what it is. Because it ain't even about whether or not he know. It's the energy that radiates. It was the energy. Yeah, you know, you you hold it and you can harness it and it could become something else, right? Mm -hmm. And it and it reveals who you are and what you mean and what they mean to you, right? Because mm -hmm. it's that, it's, there's a level of, of, you know, deep compassion, deep love, deep just willingness to be vulnerable and, and just being able to communicate that because most people wouldn't eat. Most people would store that, let it sit faster. It's going to be on the back, most furthest burner from the front of the stove, just simmering until that one day. Why they say it like that? Why did they do mm -hmm. it like that? Why did they? They mm -hmm. said, what to who about me? Right. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. at no point do we think at yep. the very like at the inception of it. Right. Like. You know what? Let me let me just hit them up and let them know this is what I'm going through. This is right? what I'm feeling. We, and I should we together in this in our experiences. And I want to make sure I'm sharing with you where I'm at in my experience, right? 
to be just upfront and 100 because I mean, to me, that never reveals like, where did you, what started that? Where did you see that? Where did you get that level of, um, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be up. I'm going to be so upfront, right? That's Rosh Hashanah. That's Yom Kippur. That's, you know, the high holy days. That's, you know, that's Jewish law. Um, I learned that when I was young, I read that in the Bible, you know, there's a certain time of year you can't ask God, God, you know, the Lord's prayer, forgive me as I forgive others. It's right there. You know what I mean? Um, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, it's about, you know, the 10 high holy days. You know, you're supposed to walk into a new year, but those 10 days before that, yo, man, you better be checking your spirit. Yeah. Yo, man, you got some, you got some against your brother. You better call him. Somebody struck you and you still mad, man, you better hit them up. You better give some forgiveness. You, you, you slighted somebody. Did somebody feel slighted from you? Yo, man, you better make sure that shit is right. Make sure it's right. And so I try to live by that by that whether it's yom kippur rosh hashanah whether it's you know uh ramadan i don't care you know every day every day that's the everyday thing i took that into a further practice no that's 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 major because it's it is a thing where people could just say nah it ain't i could wait till september because i know when it is i ain't got to do it right now (laughs) right well not just that it's not it's not because of the uh it's not because of the uh, the time of the year, because for me, I don't like observe like so much the times of the year. I just observe the concept mentally and consciously, and so that way, it's just done throughout the year. Yeah, it's you know done in mean? the infinite. It's not done it's, in the in exactly the, in the limit. It's not exactly, and it's not done for reward or done for oh, I need to do this so I can be. No, I just need to do that, yo. That's the right thing to do, because I did the wrong thing internally. Mm-hmm. Mentally, spiritually, because I did that. I need to confess that, not just to myself, to you too. To you too. That's major. That is, yeah, no, that is definitely uh, something to take into account. Because it is, yeah, it's easy to just bottle those emotions. You see something happen. You see, you see someone's rocket go up. We building rockets together. Your rocket go up first. And then I'm like, whoa, my rocket. My rocket ain't <laughs> not yet. It ain't did. My rocket ain't hitting. Like, what am I going, man? Mm-hmm. Get your rocket. But then it's like, nah. Like yeah. you did what you had to do. You yeah, got you where did you what you were supposed it. to like, do. Yeah. Let me. You know what? Because of the love I share and I hold and the regard and respect. Let me. Let me just say that you know this is what I went through in this mm-hmm. moment. Because the thing is, you don't even know how that impacts them for when it's their turn. Because not every rocket gonna hit. And it ain't mm-hmm. gonna hit all the time, and they're gonna have to sit and bear witness to something that may put a shift in their spirit or put a shift in their mind or their heart to then be like, Man, you don't even know. But that's but the see, thing. but 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 not only that, like um me going through that and me really assessing my heart and looking at myself, now that my time has come in a sense, I am in a time of favor, you know what I'm saying? I can see and I sense that same thing in other people around me, and they're not saying that. But I see it. I see it. You know what I mean? I, I was there. I experienced that same thing. So when I say something and you look up and then you look down, oh, I see it. You know what I mean? Or you don't come around or celebrate with me. I see it. And it's cool. I understand that. You know what I mean? So it is, it's disciples and it is what it is. You know, Solomon says, you know, um, don't listen too much. Something. Don't listen to your, your servant cursing at you. 
you know, don't take too much heed to it because, you know, in your heart, you cuss about somebody else. You know that. You know that. It's not always peaches and cream. You know that. I know my daughter loves me, but if I chastise her, I know she's going to walk away. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy, I don't like him. That ain't true. You know what I'm saying? So just mind that. That's all. Oh, that's real. That's real. So mm-hmm. in, in the form of poetry, where how did that how did that develop in terms of you identifying within yourself? This is I'm a poet. I'm going to be a poet or I'm going to I'm going to make poetry. I'm going to make this art form with these words and I'm going to have this impact and landing on people with these words. Um, when I was about 15 or 16, uh, I was part of this loosely a part of this uh, all element crew called Aerosol Alphabetics. Fontana went to Edwanda High together. And, uh, you know, these guys, they're, they're you know, not really the greatest MCs, but, you know, they taught me a lot of things about hip hop, um, culture, introduced me to different types of hip hop, uh, some stuff like Aesop and the Living Legends, some stuff that really got like more poetic. And they're like, you are more like this. You talk more like, you think more like this. And they it, they exposed me to it. And so uh, they brought me to Foundation. Foundation was right outside of Dim Lights. Dim Lights was two nights later, went to Dim Lights. And that was like kind of a Mike and Dim Lights Pomona, um, 20 years. Uh, Pomona's one of Pomona's only uh, poetry venues where I started. Um, and that's kind of where I found like my niche. But like uh, before that, um, I was in youth church. It was um, after my best friend died and, uh, uh, you know, the pastor, he got it. He was like, I want something different today. It's like, anybody writing poetry up in here? And uh, everybody was like, squeak. I was squeak at the time. Now I'm Judah the lion, but then I was squeak, the cup. Um, squeak, squeak, he writes, he writes. And I went up and I blazed it. And they started having something called like a Shadrach Cafe where they would like have, have the kids do poetry before the message or whatever the case. And then um, I started traveling with my pastor, like kind of just touring with him and, you know, speaking and stuff before him and then um, really blazing it, blazing it. And I was like, y'all might I might be able to do this. And this is before, you know, Passion for Christ movement and this and that. And um, all the, uh, you know, the bigger uh, Christian poetry stuff this is way before all that. And um, then, you know, I was like, OK, well, that's cool. You know, the church people are going to clap. Just because I'm saying churchy things, you know, you say Jesus, they going to clap, clap for the Lord. No, I'm going to go say those same things out in the street like the Nation of Islam, dude. I'm going to go say it out there. The same stuff. And sure enough, still fire <laughs> blazing. And so um, that's when I realized I had something when I took, you know, from the little shepherd's corner to like no, no holds bars and smashing um, and holding my own. and having that respect, even though um, there at the time, like um, it wasn't cool to like to be a believer at poetry venues and things like that. Like it was very looked down upon to me. So um, me going in and spitting those type of poems and with fire uh, and it should be undeniable and winning slams and stuff. And people like, yo, you just waxed everybody. Um, that's kind of like 18, 19, 20. I realized, yo, I could, I could do this. I could do this. I'm doing this. Okay, and then to take it a step back, even further back than that, you mentioned you got a brother, right? And you mentioned Pomona, you mentioned Crenshaw. What? Where did it start, right? Where did it start for you, right? Was it Southern California? What? Where did what start? My life or poet yeah, or your, your or life? Art? You. 
Where did that? What's the I, origin? I, right? I, 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 I was born in Brockman Hospital, Culver City, uh, a year after Michael Jackson's hair caught on fire. Uh, we, I was raised, uh, we lived in the jungles at that time when I was a very young baby. Uh, and then we moved the jungles. to jungles. What's the jungles? It's people all oh. around the world. We got people in South Africa listening. Oh, they, damn. They go like the jungles. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, um, the jungles is uh, is a uh, uh, just the area in LA is it was known for being real rough. It's a little better now, it's still kind of rough, but it was really rough back in the day. Um, so and it was called the jungles because it was wild. Um, and they still call it the jungles. Um, and so we lived there and then, um, we lived on 97th and Prairie across the street from the Hollywood Bowl. Um, at that time, my dad was in construction. My parents were already separated, but he got in a fight. Um, and he got his head busted open and his teeth knocked out. The dude hit him in the head with a hammer. And um, no insurance, so he was in a coma on our couch um, for like three or four months. And so when he finally healed up and woke up, came to... Um, you know, his people called for him in Kentucky and we hadn't, me and my brother had been to see him. And so we went to go live with my dad in Kentucky for a couple of years. Uh, then we came back. Uh, then a year later was the Rodney King riot. A month before the Rodney King riots, we moved. Uh, at that time, I lived at um, Manchester and Gavella, which is right across the street from Inglewood uh, High. Um, I went to Kelso Elementary, which is right across the street from um, the Great Western Forum. So I walked with Magic and Kareem. They used to visit us every year. Uh, what else? So I'm from Inglewood. Uh, we moved to the IE. The year of the riot was at 92, 93. We moved to Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, Rancho Cucamonga now is like one of like, it's like America's town. Uh, but back then it was not. I was, we were one of the only black families at that time in this area. Um, I did not know there that's this many white people concentrated in the world, not in California anyway. Uh, so that was a shell shock to me. I, you know, that's when I experienced, you know, systemic racism and all that. So a lot of my poems really, my mindset really started taking a the time then. Arrested Development came out, NWA came out, EPMD came out. So there was, um, they were already out, but like there was more um, black power mindset. And then I was in around this time, higher learning came out at that time. So like, that's, that's the area, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the mind state that I'm in, that I still have. Um, uh, so yeah, they're still burning crosses and stuff in Fontana, one city over. Uh, and my city was all grapevines and shit. They got jumped by skinheads coming up. It was crazy. Uh, so that's you know the IE. Um, went to Etiwanda High, uh, mm -hmm. E High, E class of two thousand one. That's twenty years ago. I'm thirty eight. Don't look it. Uh, I went started going to Pomona when I was sixteen. Like my life as an artist started in Pomona when I was sixteen. Um, started going to Dim Lights, and um, I was like, yo, I kind of just need to be here. And so I ended up moving in the area and just kind of staying over there and becoming a Pomonian. <laughs> yeah, that was love. Nah, I mean, that's that you, I mean, you know, you thank you for sharing. You broke it all the way down. Um, you asked. <laughs> I definitely did. And I, you definitely <laughs> delivered. You know, it's, it definitely was one of those things where you took, took me on a journey. Um, having had that kind of different kind of like I, to me right being in northern california it's it's a there's differences there's there's differences mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. even in in being able to say like ie right in the empire people don't really know right they when you are from the land 
it's a different language altogether of what the land means and is to you, let alone yeah. what you experience within those different pockets at those times, right? Like it's easy to go down the street and be rem- reminded like that's where it went down. For the for the person who just showed up, it's like, oh, this is the best property in the world. And it's like, little do you know, right? Little do you know the history or the blood that soils this this road that you walking down with no care, mm-hmm. no thought in the world because you ambivalent to what I had to, like I had to build, I had to build, I built this, right? Like mm-hmm. I, maybe I didn't actually put a foundation in, but my experience and my time there, that lays a foundation, that lays an essence that you get to now stand on, right? And I think it's, it's, it's important for people to know, like, you know, not only celebrating the personal, but also celebrating the fact that you came out of those things, right? To have to experience those things, to have, to know that some of those things as, much time has passed is still relevant right like to talk about having health insurance and that still be a a hot issue for people at a time when health is it's at the forefront of everybody's mind right you 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 can't even sneeze without everybody doing a triple quadruple look at you on so many levels and it's a you know it's profound and i i mean i just want to say thank you for sharing that because it is a thing where it's like yeah people oftentimes they see you happy and think, oh, you, you're a poet laureate of Pomona. You hold such prestige, and there's a there's almost like a validation that's unspoken for a lot of people who not black, who are not a people of color, who see you in this regard, and then it's like, you don't know what I had to do to get here. You don't know <laughs> what I had to go through or which of your family members put me through for me to be the person that you so revere and clap for right now? I mean, I, um, have, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, how have you had to take that in as you, you now are still, you know, you, you're a poet, right? You're the poet laureate people listen to you. How much of that influences the work that you give back to the people, right? How much of what you experience and seeing that kind of, I'm in this place, how much of that influences the writing and, and where you are now? Um, I keep it in my forefront. Uh, on my Instagram stories every day, I go into my Facebook memories till from when it started, and I screenshot stuff on my Facebook on my just to show myself for twelve years. Because for twelve years, I I've been saying stay in alignment. For twelve years, you know, I've been feeding people like the same things I'm doing now. I've been doing for twelve years. Like people see me. Like um, when I was broke, when I was hungry, you see posts where I'm like, yo, I'm saying he's hungry. Hallelujah today. This and that and the other. I was, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot that um, that I did go through that I'm starting to show now. And I don't think people still are seeing what I'm showing them. Um, you know, I'm showing them that, you know, before I had my building in Pomona, uh, <laughs> shit, man, my transmission went out and I was about to go tour and I ended up broke and stuck in a city that I didn't like for a year. And I made $7,000 for that year. And then I opened a building the following year. So I'm telling you how I went from nothing <laughs> and bottomed out to then having a building just based on faith and still bottling out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, you know, and it keeps me um, in remembrance of those times as well, because they were not easy. Um, in those times that uh, were all part of this process. Man, I give thanks. My girl called me the other day. I was on my way to w- work. Uh, I was like seven. And I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking about the, 
not the string of wins, but like the obvious favor that I'm in. Like God's hand is obviously on me. And like, um, I started crying, man. Like I can't help it. Like it's awesome. And so like, I, I, uh, I take it serious. You know, I don't write no bullshit. Um, I do do my best to stay real and be my uh, best, most true and radiant self, but also I don't put up um, a front or uh, a fake step. You know, I show my true self, you know what I'm saying? If I feel like cussing, I'm cussing. If I feel like praying, I'm praying. If I feel like praising, I'm praising. If I feel like writing a poem, I'm going to write a poem. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you're going to see me be a dad <laughs> or not. You know what I mean? Um, but how do I give that back? Uh, I give it back in, in, in sections as it needs to be um, intentionally. You know, I give it back intentionally, not just in poetry. I give it back by building community. Um, I've had a, um, this will be the third year I've thrown a, a, a family picnic, a free family picnic for Pomona family artists. You bring your family. I'm going to have food there. I'm going to have jumpers and stuff like building actual community outside of art. That's very important to me. So like outside of, you know, teaching and all like that, that's how I'm really uh, giving that stuff back is really trying to build a community and build positive outlets where we can be ourselves. Nice. Judah, thank you. Thank you for sharing. We we appreciate you so much. We want to let you actually give back to you to, to dinner and your family. Um, but before we let you go, um, we kind of want to know, it's like, is there any um, thing that you want to leave with the folks who are listening? Um, oh, geez, let me see. Yo, man, um, God will give you the desires of your heart. If those desires are in alignment with his plan. Peace. Thank you, thank Judah. you, brother. Thank you. And is there, and is there um, any way that people can follow you, get yes. in touch with you? I, we actually we know we got a book coming, a book out now. Happy belated yes. birthday, by the way. Um, thank you. Yeah. So, so um, a let couple us, things. Let us know about it. You can uh, find find me and all of my stuff on my website, theartofdavidjuda.com. David D A V I D Judah, like a uh, line of the tribe of Judah, J U D A J U D A H. Theartofdavidjuda.com. Uh, my venue, Lion Like Mind State, see that symbol behind me. It's on everything and everything I do. Um, been running it for 12 years. You can find information on us. We're at the Pomona Fairplex uh, and several other spaces. We'll also be at Pitzer this year. Um, you can find information on us at lionlikemindstate.com. Um, I am the Poet Laureate of Pomona, California. I'm not supposed to tell you guys yet, but I'm also going to be the inaugural artist activist at Pitzer this year starting next month in August. So that's another first for them, for the colleges, for the area. Uh, so I don't know when this is airing, but you know, that's a leak. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. And um, thanks for your service. No doubt, no doubt. And you know, you could just look me up. I'm easy to find Judah one, David, Judah, uh, Oliver, or you could just, now I'm, I'm so easy to look up because you could just look up the inaugural poor laureate of Pomona. There's only That's one. It. They will forever only be me That's as right. the first. As the first. I'm out of here. I'm going to go eat these ribs. They For done. Sure. Peace. Love Beef you. ribs, not pork. <laughs> Left on that note. <laughs> yes. The best way to go. Beef ribs. Not Clari pork. Clarity. Right? There's no yeah, substitution. Just to make sure people clarity. know what's up.
There's no substitution for clarity. No, that's that's what's up. Now that definitely that def- we definitely going to have to run that back one time. Um, just because you know, I feel like we was just getting cooking ourselves, and yes, you know, he highlighted a lot of a lot of vital things that I think are definitely takeaways when it comes to the, especially in the areas of, of education, that awareness, yeah. that educating yourself, understanding, having a comprehension of what is, um. Just so you know, you can connect the dots. You got to look at the paper. Yeah, um, you know, I think it's it's so important right now because yeah, like I was saying earlier, like I just I can see how people are so quick to like create those dividing divisions and try and just rest in their little buckets and just you know be disrespectful, be demeaning, be so devaluing to others because it's like you ain't with my gang, you ain't with my crew, you ain't with my squad, and it's like, but you still human. You still people, you still breathing the same air. I gotta, I gotta be a little thoughtful. I may not like it, but I, I mean, we could talk about it, right? Some people don't even like their squad and want to hate on the next one. For real, for real, they like, oh, I'm stuck with the squad, right? I got, it always bring it back to like growing up. Like I just remember the amount of conflict, harm, and violence that would come from just how a person would say something, right? Like. My 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 memories and my experiences, I remember how words would land on people and it would just lead to we're going to fight. Right. And then as you grow up, people start fighting and people start killing. And it was like, right. That's it. Well, what do, what do I value? Right. Do I value hurting you to the point that you take me out or do I value us being here together and me having an understanding of how to create space for you? Right. So I can have space for myself. And we can have space where we know our boundaries, we know our capacities, right? And I, I see, like, you know, whether you a politician or whether you a scientist or a doctor, whether you an organizer, whether you got something to believe in or something you want to do, whether you a fan or a, a geek, whether you a leader or just an aristocrat, like, chill, chill, like, educate yourself get aware understand learn because before you know it i mean people can only take so much and i'm i'm the type of person where i'm about solutions so let's be solution based and you know if we ain't got solutions at least we can know what's up and how you know what's been done so we could not do it again i mean like well i think before right the solutions right there has to be some form of understanding right so like you kind of have to exhaust those forms of communication and right if if they have if we haven't exhausted those forms of communication right we're we're not moving towards solution at all you know we we are becoming tired and complacent and right accepting what's given to us accepting status quo accepting harm accepting right the dangers of all of us not being safe and if we and if we're doing if we're doing that if we're going to accept that you know one of us isn't safe right then then we then then it's basically a free-for-all it is wild wild west right is that the anything can happen right anybody can get it and anybody can be disrupted from you know pursuing the joy and the fulfillment that they want to have in their life. And 
I think even in that, there's still like an empathy, right? That that exists when we can't see that one person's situation is relatable or relevant to us, though we're not in the same experience. We're living in the same system, and also not a part of. If we're not a part of the solution, we we are just as vulnerable. No, that's real. That's super real. It's super. It's super. It's plus ultra. It is definitely, you know, when you don't take into the account of like, yeah, if if I ain't got it, who else ain't got it? Because there's that level of like, yeah, vulnerability that can put you in a position where you're not safe. And I think that's the thing is identifying, you know, what's that safety look like? Because it's not it's not so much to put it in the pronoun of who you are in the specific sense as much as it is to zoom out and look at you are a person of many people what are the things that we could do for people that will then give you that space to feel like you're seen that you're heard that you feel safe that you feel welcome that you feel like you belong because you know we're you know oftentimes i'm i'm just I'm taking a seat back and I'm looking, I'm observing. And and what is shown to me is we so quick to dive into the details. We not even realizing that it's a part of a bigger book, right? That is this, what you focused on a part of the same narrative or the same thread for a person to comprehend, right? Can a person really understand how this point connects to this point? Because right now, if I just, if I just hear one or the other, I can't even y'all ain't even the same y'all ain't even a part of the same planet right but y'all still here and that's just you know that's just what i'm thinking right now you know i'm I'm almost like i almost start to feel like a robot like a cyborg where i'm just like super analytical of like hmm, these humans ha <laughs> ha humans you you look at you hmm, yes hmm, i see where it's like i almost feel so detached because i'm like I feel for y'all. I genuinely feel for everyone. I genuinely have a sense of this. I don't know. It's like it's 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 like this bubble that just seems to grow, right? Of this, I see both sides of the coin and realize it's one coin. And I, and I, and I know if I polish one side, right, the other side is going to say, "Well, why not me?" Instead of, "I'm coming your way," right instead of seeing that i'm coming your way right and i think that's the thing that i'm so mindful of where it's like i have to yeah i have to like address myself to repair that that detachment right to be like yo like come back down to earth and realize i'm here with y'all and i'm trying to be uh proactive in repairing and restoring in the conversation with y'all right to pull the words together to pull the strings together because yeah it's like alignment we got to get it right to the optimal functionality that alignment i think is so necessary and yeah that's that's just i mean that's where i'm at with it yeah i mean i think it's it's, it's exhausting to to be an empath it's exhausting to to can be exhausting to understand what's happening with the rest of the world and you know the world as a whole but also the world as individuals that people have certain circumstances and situations that they are experiencing and to be aware and, and see them for what they're going through and to still 
value them as as people regardless of their situation or their perspective or their choices and you know letting them know right that there's potential you know and that there is you know more for them to do you know regardless of what they you know think they're capable of and that potential is the same potential i see in myself and my own potential for growth and you know forward progress and i can look at myself and say okay i am in a position of favor or i have everything that i need who is also looking for that who is also pursuing what they need not just you know who doesn't have it right but like because there are tons of people who don't have what they need but then also who are who is you know trying to you know get what they need you know and then who who are those folks who did feel right discouraged and you know disheartened you know from not having what they need like being aware of all those people it can be tiring right and then having it uh an awareness of the cause, you know, of that lack, you know, not just in the system, but also in folks' mindset, right? It's like when Judah leaves and says that, you know, God will give you the desires of your heart if your if your desires are in alignment with his plan, it's, it's really a, an opportunity and a kind of a call to action, like to fix what you want. Because sometimes like people's desires are shown through their actions, right? Your desires are shown through your choices, right? Not just in your language or your prayers or what you believe. Like if you're trying to get it, it's going to show up in, in, in how you chase it, right? If you're trying to see peace, Right. It's going to show in how you respond in anger. Right. It's going to show up in how you, you know, respond to frustration. Right. If you want to if you want to have love, it's going to show up in how you're, you know, ready to receive it, you know, as well as give it. Right. It's, it's going to show up in, you know, your concept of love. It's like if your, if your concept of love is wishy-washy or, you know, not rooted uh it's not don't got a solid foundation how are you gonna get it in the first place how are you gonna see it when it show up same thing with you know fortune or stability like if you got no awareness or idea if you can't visualize stability how are you gonna you know how are you gonna acquire it if you don't know if that means in your emotions or your mental health or your physical health or your finances or your your eq like you don't know what stability means. Like how are you gonna how are you gonna how are you gonna get it? And I think you know we can always like you know reflect on say man do I really want this? And if so, does my life reflect that I want this? Nah, I mean you you definitely hit it on the head. Like being able to know right what you're going after but then knowing you know it's more that comes with it than just what's on the surface level right yeah like it's yeah. not just as necessarily you know oh i'm going after this how am i going after it and what is it what is going to come to me right 
that emotional intelligence, right? That um, that ability to be stable, it comes from the education of what stability look like for me. Having an awareness of what stability looks like for others. To seek out people who have some level of stability to engage and learn and maybe expand or to even strengthen your idea and concept of stability, right? Because sometimes, yeah, you might come across people who want to chip away at it rather than add to it, right? Or want to even help you identify, right? Right. And I think that's that's so crucial. Like, you know, it's it's important that, you know, we saying it to ourselves as much as we saying it to the people listening. And and it's not a it's not to 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 say anyone holds a level above the other, is to say, I'm witnessing what's going on and I'm speaking to it. I'm not going to avoid it. I'm not going to let it be right. I think I think a lot of times what happens is people get mad that you said it, not at the fact that they did it. Right. Like, oh, so you also you're going to say that I did it, but you did it. You're not you're not upset at the fact that you already committed yourself to the action and the outcome as much as you are. The fact that I could say it to you, I have the audacity. How how dare I? even tell you what you did right and i think that's the thing that is like reveals itself in that idea of like yeah my stability is also tied into that it's also tethered to how do i and who am i with right how do i be with people and how and who am i with who am i to myself what am i doing for me yeah how do i how am i when i'm alone it's real It's just, you know, he, he definitely was pulling out them lugs. You know, I was like, man, time is of the essence. And, you know, I, we appreciate people. And, you know, we definitely have conversations that are, are healing and revealing. And I think that, uh you know, if anybody takes away anything, it's just, you know, having that understanding of alignment, right? Knowing how to how to get to that level of alignment. Because um, it is key to function. It's key to operate. And, and you know, not to make us sound like robots, but it is something where we have to be mindful of the maintenance we have to do on ourselves. And how do we take care of ourselves as individuals, but also communicate to others? Because oftentimes, you know, in the struggle of being understood, sometimes we don't take the time to understand. And I think there's that balance and that alignment that comes from just being mindful. Um, you know, I try yeah. and tell people all the time, like, you know, you got to really start with self and the self I'm saying is that self-awareness, right? The ability to see yourself from a different perspective outside of yourself. Cause oftentimes you get so focused on what's in front of you. You don't realize you just let somebody into your circle that may try and burn your circle. Right. I'm watching anime about that right now. What, which, what is it? Which one? Uh, uh, Tokyo Revengers. Oh, somebody, see, somebody just told me about that too. Yeah. Yeah, they just told me about it. Like, oh, you should. And I'm like, I'm just now getting into Naruto. I got some. I'm going to be a minute. I'm yeah. going to be a while. I ran into somebody else who was um, just getting into Naruto. And by, I mean, ran into him. I was at, I was at BJ's ordering a salad because that's what I do. I don't order pizza really from there. I order salads from there because um, they make big salads. So I was ordering a salad from there. And it was a black dude there. Um, doing a take take out orders. 
I said, "What? Um, who's your favorite?" Because I was on a phone conversation talking about uh, Halloween costumes. So I asked him what was his favorite Demon Slayer um, character. And he's like, "I haven't even started on Demon Slayer yet. People keep telling me about it. I'm just gotten into Naruto." He's like, "He's just he just get into Shippuden, I think." Uh, so you know he's. He was right there with you. It's a, it's a long, it's a long haul because the first part is 500 episodes. The first part of Naruto is 500 episodes before you even get to the other 270 or something like that, 220 from Shippuden. Yep. Nowhere near Shippuden. Tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm studying. I'm like learning. Like, oh, okay, okay. Now, nah, but my old. But it, right. So the interesting thing is right because. There's a lot of like, like self um, self awareness that exists in that story, um, because the character like knows who he is as he learns who he is. Right, um, the people who care about him help him develop his morals. Right, and and he takes those morals to heart. Because of how those people acknowledge and show, show up for him, and then he right, he takes it as a hey, this is this is the my way, and I'm not going back from that way, regardless of what information right comes at me now. Like this is who I am. This is my core. I decided on my core, and this is how I'm gonna show up. You know, in every everywhere. You know, from now on. You know, be because of that. Right, it creates his his stamina, his endurance. It creates um, his his identity um, based on his commitment to that core. And it's interesting that in Judas' historical reflection, he he mentions some people who came along that he met and said showed him some. Some hip hop artists, some some MCs said, "This is more. This is what we see. The commonalities. These are you know the characteristics and storytelling and 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 wisdom and knowledge that we see you able to apply to your words. And these other established artists take this, you know, and you know reflect on that." So that you can then find your core and commit to that and find, then he said, you know, finding his niche. Uh, I mean, now you, you know, I'm in the very beginning and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing exactly what you're you, saying, but, yeah. but also the I fact have to do it without giving you spoilers. No, I appreciate it. I always appreciate when people could do that. You know, it's, it's, it's hard out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, but it's, it ain't easy. You know, you find a landmine every two seconds because that's a popular one. But, you know, it does tie into the, the you know, the process of us, of just compassion and education and awareness, right? The, the level of self-awareness to know who you are as you develop, as you grow, as you take in what's around you to refine or help better define what it, who you are, right? Where yeah. are you going? How are you going to get there? What is it you're trying to do? And, you know, it's, you know, I love anime for being the, to me, a reinforcing factor in my life of uh, 
the ability to challenge yourself, right? You talked about stress, right? And how, you know, the stress you take on, if it's intentional, there's the rest, the renutrition, and the process of how do we restore ourselves and repair in that, right? I'm going to cause stress, and then I'm also going to be mindful of the process to repair that stress. And sometimes, you know, we don't, we're not mindful of, you know, I was just looking at a video about gut health, right? And how gut health impacts your your mental state, right? And people don't take that into account, right? How there's this, you know, we always get lost on the tongue. We don't even challenge our tongue to I'm going to send you some stuff. Spectrum. I'm going to send you some stuff about detoxification with your body. I'm going to send you some yeah. stuff. Because you, you probably just, it was just in your video probably. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, but that's the thing. I'm, I'm more than happy and willing to receive those, those vital points of information to gather and see how much it reinforces what I've heard or to open up my perspective to see something different because it's important. It's, it's important because to break it down on the most fundamental level, whether you black, you Asian, whether you, you indigenous to this country or another country, whether you, you know, identify as any of the known words that we have, or maybe something we don't have a way to articulate and define, it's so vital that we have health, right? Because it's, it's the mental health, it's the physical health, it's the whole being, but it's health, right? When you are in a, an impoverished situation, that's not healthy, that's toxic, right? That's harmful. And to be out of harm's way is to be, to me, in a healthy state. To be in alignment is to be in a healthy state, right? To have your spiritual well-being is a healthy state, right? To not feel in conflict, all these different things. As we are people and we see and we witness and there's the violations and transgressions that happen to us, what I'm seeking it for us all, right? And it just so happens that my vehicle to give me a little boost in that is not just the idea of anime, but also the idea that, yeah, I got to educate myself. I got to be aware. I got to add into the bucket and know what I'm adding into it, be aware of what I'm adding into it as I go forward. Because, that yeah, I think that, yeah, we just oftentimes we don't even think about how the one going to lead to the other. And I'm always thinking about how the one going to lead to the other because I'm here for it all. Right. Same, same. Plus ultra. Nah. You know, just one of those things. Are you watching it yet? I'm I'm like probably like two or three episodes behind right now. Um I think about two, three. I think maybe two. No, three, uh, two, three. Uh, the current three. season? Yeah, current season. Yeah. All right. Right. We ain't reading yet. We just we just enjoying that the animate animated uh abilities. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think it's a no it's in, it's in, it's important to I think even have those keywords in your life that that compel you forward, right? It's like, you know, what is the battle cry in your life, right? That that invigorates you, that reminds you, you know, of you know, what you inherited, I think, you know, through your ancestries, you know, through spirit. You know what you inherited, what your you know your power that exists. You know it's like when when I'm teaching new movements, right? There's a process of word association, right? To cog cognition, right? To autonomy, right? To autonomous movement, and 
word association and you know cognitive uh, space may they may take turns over time where you're going through phases of one or the other where um, regularly giving cues and reminders um, to help better self-correct through cognitive movement. Um, but the word association in the beginning is really kind of building vocabulary that will elicit understanding and you know having vocabulary right right plus ultra that elicits understanding right that i can i can do more than what i think i can and i don't have to set a limit before i find the limit and when i find it i don't have to accept it as a limitation but as a trampoline right it's like resistance in the stock market versus support in the stock market right if i see this as the as, as the ceiling right and and not as the the trampoline that's going to propel me to the next level right then i'm shackling myself no i mean you you're right it is a thing where uh it's easy to not see or look or know to have the ability if you don't have some level of awareness, but also a source to gather more information to know, to, yeah. to understand, to, def to get the, to, you know, like, yeah, like when you have the catchphrase, it's not necessarily a catchphrase as much as it is an affirmation, right? right? It's a way to reinforce the, the thing to ground you in the moment of challenge, right? Cause you know, when when it's plus ultra or whatever the case may be, right? Date bio, it's one of those things where you're saying it to add emphasis to push you into the next, right? To push you every every moment we we will we'll just experience the next, right? It's you lose, you gain. But as we move through time, that is a different story. And the more those affirmations, the more those those words register, it's so clearly defined through your actions, through that growth, right? To right. to what to what Judah was saying about being in a place they didn't want to be in, to then a year later being in a place that they as much maybe imagined to some degree couldn't believe, right? It's like I'm here now. This is where I'm at, this is what I'm doing. And to have that overwhelming level of appreciation for that journey right. that's that time right like you're gonna clock in you're gonna clock out some some is like okay that's what it is just the routine sometimes you really gotta assess and think about not just yourself but who else is impacted by that routine and that affirmation right am i loving or am i caring or whatever the case may be am i happy right content am i thoughtful whatever it is because Chances are it's not in isolation. You're not alone as much as you may hear this or as much as you have a child or a partner or a friend or a family member. There's an impact we all have to rec recognize and be aware of and that sometimes what is operational for us. We're not even considering what conditions the operations in. Right. right. 
we're just yeah, going along you, with it because it's it's working, right? Say that, but yeah. when when you go to McDonald's and they give you the burger and you're like, oh, this was good, but then you find out it was rats in there, under what condition was this operating changes your appreciation for it, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is you gotta really know, right? What is the condition you're in? And those affirmations I think go a long way because it is it's important to, to lay down a foundation with, of intentionality. It's, it's important to lay down a foundation of what it is we asking for, right? It, you know, f- whether you believe or you don't believe, you alive, right? There's going to be green lights. There will be red lights. There will be stop signs and there will be times when you need to look to the left and to the right and realize I'm functioning in this larger, this larger conversation, this larger connected intertwined web. And there is a there's a profound grandness if you can see it not everybody can but this inner workings right we all play a role and when you have the ability to just harness and anchor to know that this not is pulling you down as much as it is giving you a moment to be still so then you can move again right green means go right you look it's safe for me to go where am i going next how am I going to get there? Am I safe? Am I safe to those that are around me? And I think it's, yeah, it's, it's important to take those things in consideration and, yeah, honor, appreciate, and not necessarily just get lost in reflection. Use the reflection, as Judah did, to highlight the possibilities if that's something you want to do. Right. So, Alfluent, you got any any final thoughts, any final words for the people that are listening on episode 60 of the Lyrical Ones podcast? You know, I'm I'm really happy we made it to, to 60. Uh that's 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 very, very exciting in a in a lot of a lot of ways. You know, it's like you know, five five seasons. You know, and um Five seasons anywhere, you know, in in sports, in entertainment, in in life, you know, or is a is a milestone, I think. And you know, maybe not the the round number of people think of. Um, but you know, think about you know being five years old, and you know, really a person having a lot of identity there um, and a lot of self-awareness even though their perspective or experience is, is limited you know they know a lot about the world that they're in um, and what they have been through they re- you know retained and acknowledged a lot um, and I feel like we have retained and acknowledged a lot and I think we, through our guests and our conversations, um, have become more aware of the world that we live in. And I, and I appreciate the lyrical ones for joining, for listening, for contributing and exchanging with us. I appreciate you for you know getting helping us or getting us here. Um, and as we go into you know the next week, the next episode. Um, I'm in a in a space of gratitude, uh, but I would I would like to like bring to I guess to attention 
um, how important advocacy is, even within ourselves. Um, and you know, it's important to 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 look inside and say, "Am I fighting for myself um, within myself, for my opinions, with my thoughts, my dreams, my ideas? Do I dismiss them, or do I hold on to those instinctual, rapid thoughts that are guiding me? Do I acknowledge and reflect on the emotions that are beacons?" serving as a compass on how to navigate the world. And I don't have to respond through those emotions, but I can also take those emotions and learn more about myself. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's where I'm at. What about you? What, do you? what would you like to let the people know? I just want the people to know I love y'all. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Um, I know it's difficult. It's hard. Things are changing all the time. You know, they, they talking about all kinds of wild, crazy things. Um, even if you don't feel comfortable to say it now, at some point say it, whatever that it is. Um, you know, I think it's it's just important. We gotta we gotta we gotta talk, we have to we have to conversate. And you know, I just I'm appreciative, I'm thankful, you know, we got 60 done. You know, let's see where this goes, what happens next. Um, if you're listening now or you're listening later, you know. I appreciate you and I'm thankful for your energy and your time and your consideration. And we're here for it. If you want to have a conversation, if you want to talk, reach out. Um, you know, this is Lyrical Ones, episode 60. And, you know, as we often do at this time, as I drop exactly what I need and bring it back, I'm like, now I'm listening to this in my mind and I'm like, I know how I want the next one to be and nice. And, and it's, it's just, no, I know. One, one, one. <laughs>